Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode of Canada Land is brought to you by Douglas, a mattress that is trusted by more than 200,000 Canadians from coast to coast to coast. It's a great mattress at a very reasonable price point. Comes with a 20-year warranty and a great deal for our listeners. Douglas is giving you a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. That is douglas.ca slash CanadaLand. This episode is brought to you by the Center for Addiction and Mental Health, CAMH. It's never an easy call with so many problems in the world to know where to direct the money that you donate when you want to help out in this world. But what I can tell you is that when you donate to CAMH, you're saving lives. We know about the opioid crisis. We know about the mental health crisis. They are doing the work. Help change mental health care forever. Your support will help CAMH build a future where no one is left behind. Donate at CAMH.ca slash CanadaLand to help us treat addiction and build hope. Hello. Hi, it's Jesse Brown calling. Hey, how are you? I'm doing okay. It's amazing how hard it is to clear, I guess we've got 10 minutes or whatever you usually use for these. You'd think that with Parliament not sitting, that maybe people are just kind of like have time on their hands. It's, in, it's really bizarre it, it, as a workload issue, working from home and having it sort of feel like the endless day. The work is coming at, well, at least for me as a member of Parliament, it's coming at me at from all sides, and it doesn't stop. Certainly for the first week or two, I'd have to say most of my time was going to try to help constituents who were stranded either on cruise ships or in Peru or in Ecuador or still I have some in India, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Then there's also the people who are increasingly up against it. I can't make rent. Uh, whenever the government relief program is going to come, it can't come soon enough. People who are dealing businesses that want to lay people off and can't find a physical record of employment to give an employee in order to lay them off. I mean, so there's those real nitty-gritty constituent issues at the same time that we're engaged in conversations with cabinet ministers. We're really engaged. We're talking about what policies come next, worrying, and then worrying about, well, during the week uh, that we had the, the legislation coming into parliament and we were working on the legislation and the negotiations at a distance, but so there's all of that happening all the time. So it, there's a structure. There's just no end to it. <laughs> That's really what it is. 
I feel guilty for the insignificance of the questions I'm about to ask. I feel like I, I, I would be doing you a kindness if we just did like mindfulness meditation for a few minutes together or something. <laughs> it wouldn't be very interesting for your listeners, but yes, continue. Where are you, Elizabeth May, and what do your immediate surroundings look like? I'm in my apartment where I, uh, my husband and I live in Sydney, uh, British Columbia, southern tip of uh, Vancouver Island. From where I am right now, I'm looking out at the southern Gulf Islands, and I'm looking across uh, the masts of all the the ships that are in the marina that that is right below my window. So that's my physical surroundings. And you're, you're basically a newlywed, yes? Yes, we will by April 22nd, so 20 days from now, we'll celebrate our first anniversary. Congratulations in advance. D- don't be offended by this, but I don't imagine that politicians are normal people who are like the rest of us in terms of their marriages. I always imagine that it's just like hopping from one side of the country to the next. You're so busy. It must be really weird to suddenly be in an apartment with your spouse. Not really, because uh, obviously I'm not in the apartment all day with him. I mean, a usual day when the house is in session, I'm out the door by seven in the morning and rarely get back to the apartment in time that we could eat dinner together. But we do spend a lot of time together, particularly since the election ended. We don't necessarily, obviously, it's weird to be in an apartment all the time together. We're kind of a, an unusual political couple in that uh, we both, he actually likes politics much more than I do. And we're both very engaged and committed to the same things. What's the most abnormal thing that you've done today? Oh, gosh. Um, I've been on the phone today and spoken to three cabinet ministers today. The level at which access has improved because we're in this crisis and there's a real willingness to listen, at least. I'm not saying we we get the policies we want. We're very concerned about the gaps that exist where we didn't think there would be gaps in the Canada Emergency Response Benefit, the CERB. Mm -hmm. We thought that that was going to be much more flexible and make sure that some of the answers we got early on were that it would cover people that we now realize, no, they're not covered. So the most abnormal thing today is is that the Trudeau cabinet's taking your calls. Well, yeah. Partly, I wonder whether it's because everybody's working from home, so the gatekeepers are gone. And when I send a message, the minister tends to pick it up themselves. I mm-hmm. mean, there's all kinds of things going on that are abnormal right now. What has been your most selfish deed or thought during this ordeal? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I um, I guess just, um, you know, the the only sense of ever feeling guilty is recognizing that but for the 49th parallel, um, <laughs> um, the situation for our neighbors to the south, is, it looks like it's going to be so much worse. But we can't be complacent here because we still don't really know if Canada's trajectory and the so-called flattening the curve problem is going to look more like Korea, which we could hope, or more like Italy, which which we hope isn't the case. And we don't, you know, we the numbers are looking better here, but nobody really knows. I think we found it. Your most selfish thought is, thank God I'm not an American right now. I think that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you name something that gave you pleasure today? So at about... 2.30. It was about 2.30 in the afternoon. I finally had a break in phone calls and ate breakfast. Your sole pleasure was a breakfast that you didn't get to eat until like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What, what was this breakfast? 
Um, well, by then I didn't have time to actually make breakfast, so I had cheese and crackers. But they were really good. That's, that's the saddest answer to that question that I've received yet. <laughs> well, it's it, listen, I don't know how many MPs you've been talking to. But... You're the first. <laughs> what is something that you think might never be the same after this? I think that basically nothing will be the same after this. This is the, this is the sort of generational experience. This is the death of neoliberalism. If we're going to look for a silver lining. The idea that the private sector is going to save us is now over. Uh, we are cheering for public sector workers, health care workers. We're cheering for truck drivers and people who stock the grocery shelves. We are not saying, yay, billionaire class, they're going to save us. We are, we are paying attention to the reality that when you are in an emergency and your life matters, you turn to the public sphere, you look to your government, you look to public science to tell you what you've got to do. It's the first time in my lifetime that governments pretty much around the world are deciding that saving lives is more important than money. If we can hang on to some of these really larger scale shifts in our lives, we can come out the other side of this and start saying, right, what do we really do about the climate emergency if we're serious about saving lives? Thanks so much. Well, listen, when this is all over, let's have another chat. I don't think, unless I'm quite mistaken, that we've ever actually met. I don't think so, no. But I would love to someday when we are allowed to actually practice something other than physical distance. We'll see. We'll have cheese and crackers. <laughs> hey, I need you to pay close attention to this message. It is not an ad. This is about Canada land and this is about you. You need to know that the news crisis is about to get a lot worse. You've heard about the layoffs. We're about to have news closures. And it's very likely that we're going to be seeing the defunding of the CBC. Where are you going to get your information from? What can you do about this? You can support Canada Land. We need you to. And so for this month and this month only, you can become a Canada Land supporter and get everything our supporters get for just $2 a month. That is an almost 80% discount. The clock is ticking on this. It disappears at the end of the month, and then we will not offer it. We need your support. We need to keep news coverage alive in Canada. Go right now to canadaland.com join. And thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. A couple of years ago, a cop was shot dead on a deserted pier in the tiny nation of Belize. The only other person there that night was a frightened young woman found covered in blood. By all appearances, it was an open and shut case. But not in Belize, where this woman was connected to a mysterious billionaire who basically runs the place. Justice will not be served in this case. She's gonna get away with it. Or will she? White Devil, a Campside Media original. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.